Welcome to episode 120-something of P's and Q's Podcast. I'm Clay Hansen, and I'm ready to take you on another journey, baby. I'm ready. We dive into the history of daylight savings. I have a guy join my TikTok Live. I meet a guy from Pittsburgh in TikTok Live this episode, which was wild. Um, we get into all sorts of madness. We talk about, uh, fuck, I don't know. I can't remember. The sad thing about this is I recorded this over the past 70 minutes, and I just come back and record this part. And then I go, uh, this is what we talk about, and I never remember what we talk about. So if you're a loyal P's and Q's listener, and you're just like, this is the part where Clay just kind of goes off the deep end for a second, and then he says, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, you're a real one. So, welcome to episode something of P's and Q's podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Coming at you live from Radio Trailer House, where I got full power, full internet, I got TikTok live going, I got two people watching, I think KJ's one of them, that's sick, okay, because I see your little thing up there, KJ, say hi if you're in here, just say it, oh, you little shit, okay, um, dude, Okay, we're going to get right into it. <clears throat> I have got a new a little boner problem. I was doing some research because I was looking at, uh, at like, models to build, you know? Like, uh, like, like, scale models that you put together with glue. They come out, they start gray, and then you put primer on them, and then you paint them. You can use an airbrush or you can hand paint them. I usually, I used, I did the airbrush for a little while and then I'd hand paint like the, the fine stuff on it. And that was tight. Um, and then I got out of it because one day, so I used to, I had like probably like, oh, I don't know. I probably had, <sighs> 80 hours worth of, of work in these models they were like you know old cars like uh mustang fastback i had a couple of those i had a gto for sure i had some tanks i got deep into world war ii tanks panzers tigers all that shit um and they were actually really good and they were on a display case in my family's living room which is you know pathetic but it you know, here's the thing is some people have a display. You put all your kids shitty stuff on display. That's just the way it goes. Like right now, don't ever tell Lucia this. Like her drawings are really, really good for her age. I'm not going to frame them. We're going to put them in a file. And when she's 13 or 14, we'll show them to her. When she's 20, we'll show them to her. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you know. It is weird, you know, looking at pictures of yourself when you're a kid, and you're like, damn, I was cute as hell. I was a cute fucking baby, dude. 
I was a cute baby. Do not get me started. I keep getting these pictures of me as a kid from my mom, and I'm like, dang. What a wild-looking kid I was. I looked like I was a handful. I looked like I was a pain in the ass. I looked a lot like my son does now. I look like a... My kids, I look like a bit of both of them in me, if that makes sense. Um, but you just put your kid's shit on display. And I had these, like, all these models that I had built in this, like, display case. And I went to work. I had started, I had started, um installing kitchen appliances my junior my the summer of my junior senior year so when i went from a junior to a senior that summer i started installing kitchen appliances with this dude named jt who actually he was a he was a good like, he was a cool guy he drank like 25 bls a night and then would fucking get up at 5 30 in the morning take a shower and then just he'd smoke a pack of cool kings a day and then he would just install appliances. He'd drink like three fucking... He'd drink, he for sure would drink two rock stars. Two of the big ones that have the cap on them. He would drink two of the capped rock stars per day. And then smoke a pack of Cool Kings. That a cool, That's a menthol 100 cigarette. That's longer than a normal cigarette by a long shot. Like that long. So he would smoke like a pack of those and he would drink two rock stars every day. And we would install these kitchen appliances. And and it was, some of the days were pretty long. And I was just a gopher. I would go like fetch tools for him and shit like that. Uh, You know, grab wood, hold stuff while he was cutting wood. Because he would do like custom installations and shit. He was super handy. He was a good carpenter. Um, And then one day I got home and my nephew... And my niece and my brother were staying at my house, at my dad's house. And my nephew, who's like four years old, he's about Lucia's age. He had taken them out and just destroyed them. Like, I just watched like... I just watched like 80 hours worth of model building go straight down the shitter. (laughs) It was so fucked. (laughs) Yeah, I had these things dialed the fuck in. So anyways, fast forward, you know, 15 years. I'm laying in my bed two nights ago. And I'm like, you know, that would be a cool hobby to get back into. And I could have my, I could teach my kids to do it. We had something we could do together. We could go to the hobby store, right? We could each pick out our, maybe not Bo. He's three and a half. He's not quite there yet. But Lucia, like a snap together fucking hello kitty model or something like that sure they have them and i could pick up some cool ass world war ii thing and i'd build them and they'd build them and it would be cool i was thinking and obviously i stopped myself dead in my tracks and i was like yeah and then you know i'm waiting for glue to dry and my three-year-old son comes and just demolishes all my progress so i was like i'm not quite there yet but that's okay not quite there yet and um but then I found these things called RC Rock Crawlers. If you know what I'm talking about, you understand how fucking cool these things are. 
their 124th dimension scale RC trucks with suspension. They got tires on them and they can fucking crawl up. They have competitions and shit where they set up obstacles and you crawl these fucking trucks up around all this, these obstacles. They're incredible. And you can change out the suspension on them. You can change out every, they're completely customizable. And if you've been listening to P's and Q's podcast since day one, 127 episodes, get the fuck off of me. That's crazy. 127 episodes you've been listening, you know your boy loves customization. Fucking love customization. Jesus, it's the best. You can take the frame and suspension that you have, pull the body off of one of these RC cars, and you can put virtually any truck or car that you've ever thought of you could put a 1967 volkswagen nazi sled on top of the suspension and make it a little fucking dune buggy that is so sick they had a 1994 mint green ford ranger 4x4 body you can stick on the top of these suspensions and you can buy so i Long story short, long story long, these things are like six hundred fucking dollars a piece. No way I'm ever gonna be able to buy one. <laughs> oh man, maybe once what you know, it's that's a thing too. It's like I think about all the shit that we're gonna do. We're, we like decided, uh, my wife and I just decided we're gonna like put my my daughter through private school, dude. We're ne- and my son. We'll put them both through private school. We're never going to be able to afford a vacation again. We are going to be the quintessential camping family forever. Unless I get significant raises in the next couple of days, months, years, decades, we are going to be the camping family for life. We can ki- we can kiss a fucking Maui vacation goodbye. But it's going to be worth it because when you think about it, me having an RC car versus my daughter and son having a proper private education is way less important, you know, and that's that's like kind of the part of like growing up and becoming an adult, being a dad and being a parent is that like you slowly but surely because everyone says like, you know, the second your kid's born. You realize that everything is just for them and blah, blah, blah. It's like, eh, there's definitely some, like, talk to me, you know, talk to me a year and a half into being a parent. I was a selfish cocksucker. And I'll be the first one to admit it. I talk about it all the time. I was a bad dude, man. I was not a good dad. Don't like thinking about it too much, but I was not good. And uh, now, you know, I'm like dad of the year pretty much year round. I don't want to. I don't want to pat myself on the back. I really don't. I don't enjoy that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm dad of the year. And so um, you slowly start to think about the stuff that you want and that you think you need. And then you look at your kids and you go, oh, absolutely, we could afford. It's going to be tight, but affording a fucking education for your kids is is manageable. Considering all of the stupid shit that I like. I mean, 
I was literally just talking to you guys about a $600 RC car. I'm an adult. That is a toy. <laughs> the thing is, if I can paint a picture for you, is when I record this podcast, I'm by myself in my trailer, and I have thoughts that actually make me laugh to myself. And then I look around and see nobody there. I'm like, yeah, no shit. No shit, people. I'm a crazy person. God, man, I'm a crazy person. But, uh, yeah, the RC cars are going to be, you know, they'll come once the kids graduate and they go to college. Because once they go to college, it's on them. I'm not paying for education after education. They can, I'll... I'll do what I can to get them into college or whatever they want to do. Maybe I would love to see one of my kids end up in trade school, you know, see my daughter become a welder. That'd be cool. But I want them to reach for the stars, dog. I want I want my kids to think that they can do whatever they want forever. Because there wasn't that kind of shit. Like, you know, not going too personal or whatever. But it. There wasn't that at, at my house. You know, people just assume, like, my dad and my stepmom and shit, they just assume they're like, Clay's going to go fishing when he grows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I did. I ended up going fishing, and I'm still in the fishing industry. That's pretty wild. So they nailed that one. But I thought, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but, like, they asked me what I wanted to do, and I was big into the show West Coast Customs, where you build, like, where they're building, like, these custom motorcycles. And, uh, sure shit, I was like, I think I want to be, like, a motorcycle mechanic and, like, do, like, West Coast Customs. I was, like, 15 years old. And my stepmom, point blank, was like, you can never be a mechanic. There's way too many parts in a car. (laughs) Dude. Dude. Being a mechanic is, like, setting the bar fairly obtainable, you know? If you have a kid who's like, I want to be a mechanic, you're like, good for you. That's a great, that's a great job. Being a mechanic, we're going to need mechanics, you know. That's a, that's an awesome job. But if your kid comes to you and says something that's obtainable like that, you know, and you're just like, nah, let's, let's take a, let's take a look down the bench and see where else you can go. (laughs) Uh, I'm thinking you're going to be a blackjack dealer in Vegas. That's that's what I think that you're going to end up being. That sounds about your pace. Um, Which is fucked, but whatever. Once you have kids of your own, you realize that you don't have to operate the same way your parents did, which is fucking dope. You don't have to... Like, there's some things that I'm pretty strict about, and I'm very stern with my kids on certain things, but like... I don't know, yesterday they were both riding on my back pretending I was a horse and I was bugging them around the house. Now, granted, my son's 42 pounds and my daughter's probably 38. I mean, that's a clean 80 pounds on my back. I'm just trucking it out. I'm just wheeling around the house. Fuck yeah. Are you shitting me? That's killer. Now, I I want to make sure that I point out the dedication that I'm giving you guys here. Um, I'm recording this on Thursday. So Monday happened. Definitely didn't record it then. Tuesday happened. P's and Q's podcast couldn't happen then. Wednesday, I fell asleep at like 
7.15. Burnt out. There wasn't any wick left in this candle. I'm telling you right now, I went nine-eye. I woke up at like 9.15 and I, my mouth was all dry. And I, fe- I fell asleep with my socks on. Ugh. Dude, I fell asleep with my socks on. I woke up at 9.15 and felt like my feet were in a fucking oven. <laughs> oh, my God. It made me feel like I was going to throw up. I was just like, ugh, Jesus. So I got up like 9.15 and I was like, maybe I'll poke out and just go record the podcast real quick. And then, you know, Allie pointed out. She goes, well, are you gonna give a good? Are you gonna give a good product? Someone wants to join live. Take it. Let's go. Oh, look at this guy. Fuck yeah. Okay, so this is the first time someone joined my TikTok live. Look at this guy. What's up, dog? I'm doing good, bro. Fuck yeah. What's up? What is it? Fuck, I don't know how to play. What is it? I don't know how to play it. I'm not going to play something I don't know how to play. Come on, dog. Be like, hey, what's your favorite restaurant in Ohio? I don't know. I've never been to Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Washington. Where are you from? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania? You a Pittsburgh Pirates fan? You a Pittsburgh uh, Penguins fan? You're a Steelers fan, Steelers Nation. Dude, I got a brother-in-law. I got a brother-in-law who's a Steelers fan. Yeah. Well, good luck finding someone to play with, dude. I don't know what game it is, but good luck. You take care, dude. That was killer. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> That was sick, dude. Some guy just kind of just randomly joined. He asked to join. I was like, ooh, I'm jumping on that right away. And then he was like, you know how to play? And I was like, what are you talking about? Dude, I don't know how to play any. There's no such TikTok games? No, I don't know how to play TikTok games, dude. That was crazy. Oh, man. You know, to people who frequent TikTok, like I post TikToks, right? These videos, all these videos of me talking to myself as a different guy, whatever. Uh, I've kind of coined them Clem versus Clays, right? I post those and then I'll, I'll, I'll go on like a deep dive on some conspiracies for 15, 20 minutes tops. But I would be willing to bet that like a real TikTok aficionado would look at the way that I operate within TikTok. And they're like, this old ass fuck doesn't know shit about anything. <laughs> that guy's like, dude, you want to play this game? Everyone's playing. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? What is it, Monopoly? No, it's some, it's some bullshit game. And he was in, like, a nightclub, too. That was wild. I don't even know. Whatever. Anyways. um, Man, I feel like I was saying something maybe relatively important. Maybe. Come on, Clay. Find it. Find it. What were you talking about? What were you talking about before that guy? 
was that a straw or a giant red vine? Dude, that's the thing. I don't know, but he was gnawing on it, and it was it had to have been a straw. Wait. Oh, that's Allie. Sick. Uh, my wife is watching my TikTok live while I'm recording the podcast. She's inside. I'm in the RV. Okay. So she just watched this dude join me live, which was sick. And then she just asked, because he was like in a nightclub, and he asked me to play this game. And But he was like mowing on this red thing. And he was like, come on, man, you know how to play? I'm from Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know how to play. And then my wife asked me if that was a red vine or a straw. And I watched him bite on it a couple times, and none of it disappeared. So it had to have been a straw. It had to have been a straw. Hey, Allie, tap the screen and give me some hearts. I can do it, too. Let's do it together. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Send me a couple of those hearts, mama. Come on, baby. Unless she's not in there anymore and she left. I guess she probably left. Whatever. I don't blame her. Um. Uh, yeah, our, the RC cars thing, that's a, that's a deep dive. I mean, oh, okay, but... Um, I did see a dude get absolutely fucking annihilated by a, by a goose yesterday. So when I leave my work, I have to go through like a guard shack area. We're right down on the water and there's usually like 15 to 20 full size geese that just like chill around this area and it's right on like a bike path. And, uh, for one, they have some baby ducks rolling with them right now. Baby ducks are so goddamn cute. These little fucking yellow fuzzy shits are so cute. So these gooses, they just kind of run the show throughout the winter. And they're just dickheads to everyone that like walks past them. They just like, but they don't really actually buck up to them or like make moves on them at all. And uh, actually, one dude, I watched a dude run over, like, three of them while we were leaving. Like, the guy in front of me ran over because they just walk, like, aimlessly through the street. And then they'll hop up on, like, the grass area next to the walking path. And, you know, some of these fishermen guys, like, really don't care about stuff like that. And if they have, like, a half hour at lunch to go pick up a pack of smokes and, you know eat a burrito or whatever they're gonna haul ass to the nearest place to get those smokes i watched this guy go through the guard shack and he just tore right through him just just woof, there's just a pluff of fucking feathers that just shot up in the air i was like oh my god that guy just fucking waxed like three or four of them geese anyways they kind of run the show down there and then this is the first time i've seen it though now they got like i don't know let's say there's eight goose geeses out there Eight geeses? Is it goose? Is it geeses? Is it geeses? I bet you it'd be geeses. So, yeah, it's eight geeses, right? But there's like 14 of these adorable little fucking yellow ducklings just walking around, just mowing shit off the ground. So goddamn cute. It's unbelievable. Uh, but anyways, this, this guy was on his bicycle... And he's coming down the path, and I saw him coming. So, 
there's a crosswalk right after you leave the guard shack. After you leave, there's a crosswalk. So the bike path turns into a crosswalk, and it's real short, and then it goes on to another bike path. And when you look, like, some people buzz through that thing. They do not give a fuck. I think they're begging to get hit by a truck so they can just sue a fishing company. Or the Port of Seattle. Like, pfft. somebody who's leaving there, if if you hit them, you're probably going to secure a bag. So they just buzz right through. They don't stop. So when I go there, if I see somebody who's like 30, 40 feet away, I'll pause just to let him get through because I ain't going to play that game. This guy comes down this like little hill area and he's on the bicycle path and he starts slowing down and there's gooses on each side of him. The bicycle path is in the middle and there's gooses on each side of him. And he slows down and he touches this like post that's there and like starts to turn his bicycle around like he like he hit his end point and or like the halfway point. He's going to turn back around and go where he came from. Dude. This dude. It's geese. Gooses. It's geese. Okay. Okay. It's geese. Somebody in TikTok live just told me it's geese. What a world we live in. People can check me now. That is so perfect. Because I was living in a world, 127 episodes into P's and Q's podcast, where I was constantly saying stupid shit. And now I can have people tell me that I'm saying it wrong uh, right in front of me. Which is, I, I take constructive criticism very well very well okay anyways so this dude turns his bicycle around on this bike path and there's like six seven geese on oh yeah that is it duh jesus when you say it that like easily when you just say geese that must have been infuriating to listen to jesus christ (laughs) so yeah there's like seven or eight geese on each side of him like a total of like 16 17 geese right and then there's these little cute little ducklings And then I realized that these geese are not fucking around when their baby's around. And this guy's turning his bike around. He's not even paying attention to him. I'm sure he does this like once a week, maybe three times a week. He takes this exact same bicycle course. And he's fucking turning around. And all of a sudden, this goose just fucking starts getting on him. Dude, <laughs> he, dude, he puts wings up and just starts flapping, just getting after it, running after this dude. Runs after him and fucking just starts ma ah 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 and starts biting at this dude's ankles. It was fucking crazy to watch. I stopped what I was doing and just sat there. There was cars behind me leaving the port, and I was like, "No way! You don't just leave an opportunity like this. You don't just not watch a guy." Uh, you don't wa- you don't not watch a guy get attacked by geese on a bike. You pause what you're doing. People behind you, they might be in a mad rush to get some stuff done, but they also respect your decision to watch the guy get attacked by a goose, a mother goose. I'm I'm assuming, I'm assuming a mother goose has the same instincts as let's say I don't know a mama bear. If you're going to turn your bike around on my path, stay the fuck away from my kids. What she was doing, but 
The goose doesn't know that. And that dude's about to find out. Bicycle dude's about to find out. He got clipped. This fucking thing starts jumping up and getting like two, three feet in the air. And he's flapping his wings hella hard. And he's just biting at this dude's ankles. I was like, holy shit. This is so sick. I'm fumbling to get my phone. And at this point, the guy is like pushing his bike and like trying to hop on. But he's got like the clip-in shoes. (laughs) He's got the clip-in bike shoes. So his feet are like slipping off and shit. And he can't get in this other. Like now two goose, two geese, thank you are on him. They're just like, womp, womp, womp. It was the best shit I've ever seen. It helped me get through the week this week for sure. Big time. Big time. Um, you know, because here's the thing is the 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 Kraken. So, yeah, what I was saying is that uh, Wednesday fell asleep. And I was like, I'll just record the podcast tomorrow. I know there's a Kraken game. I'm big league Kraken guy, right? And I know that, that they're there, but it's a 7.30 puck drop. I'll come out here at 7. I'll probably come in. They're playing the Sharks. But every point counts at this stage of the season. Every point counts. We lost back-to-back games. First game versus Dallas at home, a heartbreaker. Just a heartbreaker. They come back. The game against Ottawa just... Back and forth. They're up by three. We tie it at three. Then it's four three. Then they tie it up 30 seconds later. And I can not stress. If you're listening to this. And you've been listening to P's and Q's podcast. And you know how much I love the Seattle Kraken. And you and you watch the Seattle Kraken. Or if you're from Washington. And you pay attention to the Seattle Kraken. Our biggest issue by a mile is the fact that we will score a goal and the opposing team will score a goal 35 seconds later almost every time. <laughs> you know, it's not the games that we're winning like 5-1, to one, right? <clears throat> but it's like the games where it's back and forth and it's tied and then we take the lead. I guarantee you... If the Kraken take the lead on a game and you have an online sports betting app, what you need to do is get on it and bet the other team to score next. The rate has got to be so high. It's got to be crazy how high that is. It's probably negative 225 to even get a fucking sniff at a profit on that one. Because they're so they're so consistently bad after they score a big goal. They'll score a big goal, and then all of a sudden you're just like, why are five guys in the zone like that? Why is everything happening like this? Why are we why are we falling apart right now? It's crazy. So we lost we're we're on a three game slide right now. And this game against San Jose is important, but I'm not gonna miss a week of P's and Q's podcast for a cracking game. It's a tough look. I'm going to finish before the game finishes, which will be nice. Daylight Savings also such a fucking cocksucker. What are we even doing here? And you know what's even more embarrassing? Is that I'm 32 fucking years old and I still don't understand Daylight Savings. When they're like, fall back, spring forward. And they're like, well, no, now you gain an hour or you lose an hour. And I'm like... 
I, for some reason, my mind can't wrap around the timing. Like, you gain an hour, meaning you get an extra hour in the day? Or you, or you lose an hour in the day? I don't, and I don't want to figure it out. I don't care to know. <laughs> I don't care to know. All I know is that the older you get and the more responsibilities you have, having a full-time job, you got rent, you got a mortgage, you got fucking payments out the ass, you got, you're working a nine to five, you're doing your thing as an adult. The older you get, you have kids. The older you get, the absolute bigger of a dick in the ass daylight savings becomes. It is absolutely absurd i heard arizona doesn't even do daylight savings what arizona doesn't do daylight savings can we not follow suit on that we used to we used to celebrate daylight savings when i worked on a boat in alaska in the middle of the bering sea do you know how fucked that is do you know how hard it is to work 16 hours a day. So 16 hours a day, seven days a week for four or five months. It's a grind, dude. And every goddamn season I was up there, all of a sudden, the first time, I'll never forget, the first time that it happened, I was in the middle of a 16-hour shift. I was working the night shift. So my, my shift was 8 p.m. to noon, right? So the first four hours, of so it goes four hours, you get a 15-minute break. Then you go four more hours, you get a 30-minute break. Then it goes four hours. And you get another 15-minute break, then four hours, and then you go to bed, right? Or you take a shower or whatever. So 16 hours a day, seven days a week, four or five months. The first time I saw it happen, I was wor- they have three clocks in the factory and you just kind of keep an eye on them depending on what job you're doing right because your dog tired you're wet you're cold your skin hurts your hands hurt you just are just waiting for that first break or your time to be off right my first four hours of my shift the first two hours you're tired as fuck and i'm sitting there and i was working uh in the in like the freezer area you know where we put all the frozen fish and I'm watching the clock and I'm doing my thing and I'm watching the clock and doing more shit. And then I watch the factory manager. He comes in and grabs the clock off of the wall. And then he twists it back because we're like five minutes from break about to start. And he looks over at me and he's got a nice smile on his face and he winds it and then sets it back. And it's now 11 p.m. And I'm like, why would he do that? That's not even a funny joke. What you just did wasn't even a funny joke. Like, I've heard some terrible jokes on this boat so far. But that's not even a funny joke. And then it, we, it, it was like 11.15. And I'm like, no, it's 12.15 and we're 15 minutes past our break. So what is fucking going on right now? And then it's like 1130. And that's where I throw my hands in the air. I'm like, this is the worst practical joke of all time. And I yelled to the factory foreman. His name was Otto. He was a little Spanish gentleman. And I went, 
Otto, what the fuck is going on with the clock, dude? It's break time. And he yells over, dude, just to paint a picture for you, Otto is five foot four, maybe 140 pounds, bald head, glasses, just a little tiny guy who loved to push fish. And uh, he kind of just mumbles something, and I'm like, what'd you just say? And he goes, daylight savings, man. We're celebrating daylight savings in the middle of the fucking ocean? This is crazy. So daylight savings in the middle of the ocean is absurd. But the fact that... What is it even? It's I know it has something to do with farming. I know that daylight savings has something to do with farming. Um, why is daylight savings a thing? Daylight savings time has its roots in train schedules, but it was put into practice in Europe and the United States to save fuel and power during World War One, according to the part U.S. Department of Transport. World War One was a long fucking time ago. Why? I need to get to the bottom of this now. I'm going to go talk to our friends over at CNN and get to the bottom of it. On the second Sunday of March at 2 a.m., clocks in most of the United States and many other countries move forward one hour and stay there for nearly eight months in what is called daylight savings time. On the first Sunday of November at 2 a.m., clocks fall back an hour to standard time. The current March to November system that the U.S. follows began in 2007. No, that's... What? Much older. Daylight saving time has its roots in train schedules, blah, 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 World War I, according to the U.S. Department of Transportation's Bureau of Transportation Statistics. The reasons for daylight savings time... The U.S. kept daylight savings time permanent during most of World War II. The idea was to put in place to conserve fuel and keep things standard. Mm, Okay. As the war came to a close in 1945, Gallup asked respondents how we should tell time. Only 17% wanted to keep what was then called wartime all year. During the energy crisis of the 1970s, we tried permanent daylight savings time again in the winter of 1973 to 1974. The idea again was to conserve fuel. It was a popular move at the time when President Richard Nixon signed the law in January 1974. But by the end of the month, Florida's government had called for the law's repeal after eight school children were hit by cars in the dark. School cross, schools across the country delayed start times until the sun came up. By summer, public, public approval had plummeted, and in early October, Congress voted to switch back to standard time. In the U.S., States are not required by law to fall back or spring forward. Hawaii, most of Arizona, and some territories in the Pacific and Caribbean do not observe daylight savings time. The twice yearly switcheroo is irritating enough to lawmakers of all political stripes that the U.S. Senate 
passed legislation in March 2022 to make daylight savings time permanent. The bill passed by a unanimous consent. It would need to pass the House of Representatives to be signed by President Joe Biden to become a law. House lawmakers failed to vote on the bill in 2022. However, on March 2nd, a dozen senators... This is why I fucking hate politicians so goddamn much. This doesn't need to even be a discussion. They don't need to say, hey, we need to go through the process of uh, making laws and shit to, to get rid of daylight savings. They can just go like this. Joe Biden should be able to wake up in the middle of the night, pop on his cell phone and text someone and be like, hey, this year we're not doing daylight savings. And until I'm gone, no more daylight savings. Why do we need daylight savings time? Studies over the last 25 years have showed that the one-hour change disrupts body rhythms. No shit, I'm in a terrible mood. To the Earth's rotation, adding fuel to the debate over whether having daylight savings time in any form is a good idea. So daylight savings time isn't even about the farmers. What the fuck is happening? Oh, my phone's dead. Great. Great. There are studies, for example, that show we have more car accidents when people lose an extra hour of sleep. There are also studies that show robberies decline when there is an extra hour of sunlight at the end of the day. We also know that people suffer more heart attacks at the start of daylight savings time. Jesus Christ, but what about our mental health? People seem to be happier when there is an extra hour of daylight. Of course, there's the economy, which pays for all the outdoor fun in the sun. Although saving energy was often put out as a reason to have daylight savings time, the energy saved isn't much, if anything, at all. Instead, the lobbying effort for daylight savings time came mostly from different sectors of the economy. In the mid-20th century, lobby groups for this... If you fuck with the government, you can suck my dick. This is just the prime example of being like, why don't you vote, Clay? Because these dumb cocksuckers who run virtually everything can't decide that kids just getting hit by cars they're like yeah but uh, it's daylight savings time it's good for fuel and then people go into it the scientists and they go it's actually not even really that big of a deal it doesn't do that much for the fuel and they're like okay we're gonna keep her around name one thing like when you're a kid it doesn't fucking matter most times when i was a kid i didn't even realize daylight savings time even fucking happened but as an adult daylight savings time is fucking brutal dude what the fuck? Jesus Christ. God. And I'm not even going down the rabbit hole of why politicians are so... Cr- like, if you trust politicians, whether what whatever side you're on, if you're far-leaning left or far-leaning right, or if you're a Democrat or a Republican or whatever that, if you... Like, you got your priorities all fucked up because they don't care about you. You could be a hardcore... Democrat, right? Which is like the, I don't know, whatever. You could be a super, super, super Democrat, right? I promise you, if you were like, if you had the opportunity to meet the number one Democrat in the world, whoever that is, and you were like, hey, if you don't pass this bill, my whole family from start to finish, my great grandmother, all the way down to the youngest baby in my family is going to die. We're going to die in like a week. You need to pass this bill. 
They'd be like, they don't give a shit about you. None of them give a fuck about anything. It's about money. Daylight savings time. Kids are getting hit by cars because it's darker outside and people are having mental health issues and heart attacks. And they're like, yeah, but it helps with fuel back during World War II. So we'll just keep it. They're probably happy that they're just like, yeah, but like 20% of America is going to a fucking mental frenzy. Go nuts. Let's just keep daylight savings around. It's probably pretty good. Oh, damn. That got me riled the fuck up. Jeez Louise, I wish I didn't read that article. Let's go over to ESPN and take a look at some other stuff. March Madness started today. Hello. 15-seeded Princeton pulls off the NCAA tournament. Stunner, dude. Looks like Princeton came off the top ropes and just fingered Arizona. The number two. Arizona, one of the favorites to make the Final Four, missed multiple game-tying three-point attempts as it fell to number 15, Princeton, 59-55 to in the first-round game. Imagine that. Imagine going to Arizona and being like, we're the best basketball team, like number one, number two in the entire fucking country. We are going to the Final Four. I don't give a fuck. And then they're like, all right, who do we got first? And they're like, number 15 seat. Of the 2023 March Madness Tournament, Princeton. And they're like, we are going to absolutely ravage those fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah, but you lost by four. Hey, I lost by four, though. Dude, imagine a guy Imagine a guy who's going to be a fucking actuary. Just count, Is that what it's called, an actuary? A guy who's like a crazy counter. Like, there's a... Uh, a future a future heart surgeon dunked in your fucking eye tonight. <laughs> oh, that's cool, dude. That's really cool. Uh, Def Leppard drummer assaulted by teen in Florida. I like that. Australian woman filmed yelling at Bali police over traffic infraction draws Indonesians irate. Restaurant worker reveals the heartbreaking truth behind those sizzling fajita dishes. My entire life is a lie. Why is this? Dude, actually, in other words, I got a pretty good one. Uh, Ryan Reynolds sold Mint Mobile for $1.6 billy to T-Mobile. That dude's going to buy the Ottawa Senators. Oh, you haven't heard that because you don't listen to fucking hockey stuff? Ryan Reynolds? Fucking, what's his name? Van, Van, Van Wilder? Van Wilder is about to buy the Ottawa Senators? Watch out because the Ottawa Senators on the up and up. Brady Kachuk, DeBrinkett, Tim Stutzel. They got Claude Giroux. They just beat us five to four. We're, we're supposed to be top of the food chain right now, boys. They just beat us five to four. That was the start of our three game slide. Man, I you know what? I bet you I can check it right now. Should I not? No, let's do it. Just for here we go. Here's what we're gonna do. You guys are gonna get a live reaction of me checking the score of ESPN. 
the Seattle Kraken hockey game. If we are losing to the fucking Sharks, I'm going to Jersey Jerry myself. Okay. End of the first, 0-0. Okay, end of the first, 0-0. That's fine with me. That's fine by me. End of the first, it's 0-0. Edmonton's beating Dallas, 2-1. to That's not great for us. Okay, what else do we got? Like I said, every point count. Oh, baby, dude. Yes. Calgary is up 2-0 to zero against Vegas. That's a huge one for us because Vegas is at the top of the food chain right now. They're eating. Boston can't seem to lose. New York beat Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay whooped up on New Jersey. Those are all Eastern Conference teams. Colorado beat Ottawa 5-4. That makes sense. Now, this will be interesting. If, if Columbus can beat L.A., That'll be good for us too. It'll just it just closes the gap, closes the gap, closes the gap. I I believe we are going to make the playoffs. Whether we make wild card or three seed is is up to us. Um, but well, let's see how far we are into this ass. Forty nine minutes in. Okay, forty nine minutes in. I'm gonna do a let's talk Tuesday. I got two let's talk Tuesdays. Uh. And this is, uh, okay, this one comes from Paul, and Paul, if you're listening to this, I'm going to email you back. I did read your email. I am absorbing it. I feel uh, a lot of the same things that you feel. I disagree with some of the things, but I will email you back. I appreciate you listening to the show. I appreciate you shouting me out, and I also appreciate you letting me know how you feel. And the biggest appreciation of all of it is these banger-ass fucking Let's Talk Tuesdays you keep sending me. So, the first Let's Talk Tuesday comes from the Duke, Paul Garavente. What type of TikTok video bugs you the most? I have two. When someone makes a split-screen video of them reacting to another creator's video, but they don't give any commentary, they just give little facial reactions or physically point to the original video. It's even worse when the reaction video has more views and likes engagement than the original video. Okay. That is, without a doubt, 1,000% my absolute worst TikTok. Because... Conspiracy TikTok is littered with those. There's like, there'll be a guy and he's just sitting there and he's like looking at the camera and he's pointing at the other, like he's split screen and it's a video that somebody else made about a conspiracy, which I'm watching and enjoying, right? But it's smaller now and now I have to have a dude who's silent pointing at this other video it's like what the fuck and it's got the problem with it for me too is because i make content on tiktok and like some of these stupid goddamn videos i make take me like hours to make and that's embarrassing for sure whatever kiss my ass um but like one person finds an interesting tiktok and then they fucking sit next to it silently and point at it. And that TikTok video has 20 times more likes than my videos. Like, my biggest one has like 1,100 likes. Cool. That's great. 
Some of these people have a $200,000 or 200,000 fucking likes on TikToks of them in frame with someone else's TikTok. And you're right. You go to that original one because you're like, all right, I want to watch the actual one and see what else this person who put this actual content out has. And it's like 8,200 likes. And you're like, what? So yeah, that person just surfed onto everyone's algorithm and everyone was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. You didn't even think for a second, like, oh, I'm going to go to the original poster and, like, give him the dab. Fuck this guy. Well, kind of thanks to this guy for, like, getting me there. Um, But, yeah, I agree with you on those. But my my other one, which is a close second, it's probably actually my first now that I think about it. Um, And this is, like, a common one for some reason. They just, like, once a week I'll see the, a video. And it's of a mom or a dad who's recently been divorced filming their child's reaction to finding out like, or like being like, they're like the caption will be like, I wish, I wish they, I wish they knew how much, uh, how much I wanted mommy and daddy to work out. And it's like a girl being like, I just miss my dad. And they're like, what the fuck? Why are you filming? Do you know how psychotic it is that you're fucking filming this right now and you're not consoling that child? You should be put in fucking jail. You should be whipped with a fucking garden hose. How stupid are you? Your fucking child is screaming because their parents just split up and you're like, hey, get the good tears. Get the good, get the good tears going. That's perfect. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Oh, man, I'm going to get so many likes on TikTok for this. Thanks for the sadness, little kid. You know, I saw one, dude, I saw one. Um, And it was a combo of the two, right? I guess, I guess what I'm saying is the second one, like when people use a child's, when they use their children, I have two kids you've never seen either of my kids ever on TikTok, never once. If you watch my TikTok videos, you probably wouldn't even think I had kids, right? Because that's, it's not, they're, they're not, I, people exploit their goddamn children to get likes on TikTok. Like that's appropriate. And like some corporation's going to come out and be like, oh yeah, you're a single mother of three and you fucking make TikToks about your kids all day. We want to sponsor you for Downey. Yeah, fucking right. You're going to get a shitload of likes, and then three weeks later, no one's going to fucking remember you. And then all your kids are going to recognize being like, oh, well, dad's just like on his phone, or mom's just on her phone, just chilling. And that's bizarre, you know? Be in the moment with your children. When you have kids, when you decide to have kids, or if you already have kids... Put the phone down and be with them. Like you'll notice on my TikToks, those shits, dude, I am a hundred percent by myself because my kids are asleep when I make them. My whole family is asleep when I make those things. Or I'm at the barbecue making some fucking dang ass cooked meat. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, those ones like so no yeah, so the the one that I've seen, it's a it's a mix of the two. And it's a guy, he's sitting next to a video, and he's got tears in his eyes, and he's pointing at the video, 
and then it says in the caption like above the video of the split of two videos saying this this creator doesn't know how many lives she saved and it's a little girl in her bed and the caption on that side of the video which is the original content says so and so whatever the little girl's name poor fucking thing is crying because she knows she's never going to see her dad again aka her dad killed himself and the mom is filming the girl's reaction in bed knowing that her dad is never going to tuck her in again hey guess what you're a psychopath if you think that's fucking appropriate How stupid. There is not one single fucking thing that you could ever tell me to say that that is appropriate. If you have a child whose parent is dead, not even by suicide anyway, if there is any way that there is a parent that has gone from the situation forever, you cannot. Do that. Film your child screaming and sobbing. You fucking put the phone down and you console them. You make them feel like everything might be alright. You make them feel comfortable. You try to help them. You don't fucking film them. That's like one of the biggest problems with like all of the shit that is happening today. Is that in somebody's brain... In somebody's brain, they thought that that was a normal thing to do. They thought it was a normal thing to do. Back, 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 back up to 1983 in that exact same situation. Jesus, this conversation got dark. 1983, a mom just told her daughter that their dad killed himself. And she starts screaming. And the mom pulls out a video camera and starts recording it. That would never fucking happen. Are you shitting me? Yeah, that was that. That's like that's the worst video. And there's probably some people who could be like, "Well, think about it. It's helped with suicide prevention." And, you know, the one guy's like, "She doesn't know how many lives she saved by watching." It's like. Dude, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe she just stopped a guy. Maybe a guy was watching TikTok with a gun in his hand and was like, Jesus Christ, I have a daughter. I'm not going to kill myself. Look at how sad this little girl is. Maybe. I guess that's like the one thing that you could maybe take away from it is that it stopped it from happening in the future. But it also is at the expense of your child. Jesus Christ. Those fucking videos, like... I guess... Any TikTok video that is like a serious undertone to it that's not in the conspiracy realm bugs the shit out of me because it's such like a, um, oh man, there's so many now that I think about it. Like there's also ones where people just put a bunch of food onto a counter and like, like people who make spaghetti, like mix spaghetti on a fucking like kitchen counter. That's disgusting. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, those are my TikToks that bug me the most. Uh, thank you for the question. Young Duke of Galavente.
And the second one is, let me find it. Why don't I pull these up before? Uh, how do I find it? Oh, while I'm looking for it. So last week, someone asked me a question about uh, North Sentinel Island. And there's no way I'm going to be able to find it now because I can't find the current fucking Let's Talk Tuesday I have. Uh, but I did research North Sentinel Island, right? And there was North Sentinel Island. North Sentinel Island is uh, is an island where these people have never left, right? And it's, a tr- it's these legit, like, it's an indigenous fucking people who live there they hunt with longbows that they make they walk around with their cocks hanging out they're a tribal fucking people and it is apparently a known thing on north sentinel island that if you go there they're gonna kill you and they're probably gonna eat you and uh there was this dude named john allen chow back in 2018 who was uh like a, a missionary so he was like a christian dude and he was like he thought that his mission from God apparently was to go to North Sentinel Island and teach them about Christ. Which, like, talk about setting the bar high. I mean, at that point, God's God's got it out for you. Right? God's like, hey, I need you to go tell the... <coughs> tell the folks at uh, North Sentinel Island that uh, they should be Christian. <laughs> Oh my God, he's actually going. This guy went there and then he got arrows shot at him. And then he was like, whoa, 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 that was intense. I'm going to come back. And he went back a second time and they never saw it. The, the last time that anyone saw him, it was like five or six people, the North Central Island people, dragging his corpse across the beach. Um, that's what I think. The question was like, how much would you have to, how much... How much would someone have to pay you per night to live on North Sentinel, like sneak around on North Sentinel Island? And it's zero dollars. I would not do it because let's say, okay, okay. Let's say, let's say it was because you're, it's light. It has to be life changing money. Uh, $5 million a night. I would try it for $5 million a night, I guess. $5 million a night cash. Um, but dude, like you're dealing with people who live there and, and, and I also read something about North Sentinel Island and this is actually super interesting is they think that there's like 50 or 60 people on there, but one dude is like, we've never explored it. There could be thousands of people on there and it's super dense forest. So there's no way to know. There's no way to know. Jesus Christ. That would be a sick movie. Of an eccentric billionaire gets five people and they dump them off on North Sentinel Island in the middle of the night, one at a time. And they go, if you are back here at this exact same spot tomorrow morning, so like 12 hours, you have $5 million. And then it's just these people just getting chased around by North Sentinels, Sentinelies, Sentinel. Sentin Sentinelese? How many Sentinelese? Sentinelese? 
How many Sentinelese are left? Between 15 or 500 people could live on there. That's that's crazy, dude. Yeah, North Sentinel Island, that's a deep one. I would like to see a documentary or read about that a little bit more. Um, oh, also, side note, there's two documentaries. Everyone's talking about them. I'll talk about one of them next week. It's that uh, McDonough murder kid, the, the fucking redheaded kid, piece of shit who killed the lady, with killed the girl on the boat, drunk as shit, and then rich family. I have to watch it a little bit closer and, like, take in. Because I don't even know any of these fucking people's names. I was just watching it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking nuts. Small town world. If if you don't think the government is corrupt, think of those people that are, like, the most powerful people in America for the most part as far as political goes. Go to a small town. Like, so just scale way, 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 way down. A kid got away with, like, manslaughter. Which is crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, here is the final Let's Talk Tuesday. Then I'm going to go watch the cracking game and hell yeah, this is going to be tight. Um, well, I don't know what that, okay, so who's that? Okay. Okay. I found it. Well, I had already found it, and then it was a question, so I had to watch a fucking video, and I was just giving my... The question was, do you think women deserve to be paid equally in all sports? Have you seen Abby Wambach's SB Generation Award in 2016 speech? What are your thoughts on this? Trying to get you canceled week two. Thank you for that one. So you're not going to get me canceled on this one because I actually have a pretty fair point, I think. Uh, essentially, Abby Wambach, Peyton Manning, and Kobe Bryant walk out on stage at the ESPYs, which is the ESPN Sports Awards, right? And they get a generational. They all three accept awards, right? And uh, Abby Wambach who is a U.S. women's soccer player, apparently like the greatest of all time. Um, she mentions, and I can't really go verbatim because I, you know, I was just listening to it kind of. Uh, but it's like, you know, the thing, it's like a seven-minute video. I don't, fuck, I don't have time for that. Um, but she basically says, you're looking at three people, three athletes, all getting the exact same award. We're walking into completely different retirements, which is fair, right? Um, I think that, hmm, okay. I think that what women athletes get paid now isn't fair, but it's right. Or maybe I'm doing that backwards. Isn't right, but it is fair. That is what I'm trying to say. Okay, here we go. So, sports generates money. The Super Bowl generates money. All these sports, like cricket, soccer, men's soccer, all over the fucking world. Um, 
even to go as far as saying like NHL players don't even really make what I think they deserve in in comparison to what some other athletes make, right? Um, what women athletes make is, um, it is fair because their numbers, like you can try and say that the women's world cup in America has higher views than the men's world cup because I'm pretty sure they won recently. I think the women's world, the, the women's U S world cup team won pretty recently. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I'm sure a ton of people watched that, and I couldn't even tell you who the Men's World Cup, and I'm pretty sure that happened this year, 2022. I'm almost positive that happened. I couldn't tell you who we played, when we played, what we played at all. Um, oh, actually, no, I know we tied England, and everybody, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I know that the U.S. men's soccer team tied England at the World Cup, and uh, <laughs> there was a good amount of stupid American people who were like, suck my dick, England. We beat you at your own game. Why don't you put your best American football players together and come play our best American football players? We wouldn't tie you. And you're like, that's not the same. Fucking Jesus Christ. Um, but that for sure gets more views. But then everything else that's not on an international stage is nothing it's you're not that the revenue like it's just simply not there dude one day i was driving past key arena this was like four years ago i was working i was driving past key arena and there was like 25 to 60 people outside key arena and they were just hyping the seattle storm up the women's basketball team and i was like huh i wonder i think maybe there's i think their season must be starting this must be like their season opener and the news was there, like news cameras were there, and a lady was like, and I was like, holy shit, like, they're trying to pump up the uh, the Seattle Storm, and that's, to me, I was like, that's fucking tight, good. Um, again, I'm not going to watch a Storm game, but I'm not going to watch a fucking Celtics game either, because I don't watch basketball, so that's not my thing. Um, and I found out that they had actually just won the championship, like the night before. I have fucking no idea. Could you imagine if the Seattle Sonics won the championship? They would have to shut down the fucking city. So if you just think of it in just raw numbers in any form besides the World Cup in America, because I guarantee you more people watch, more people in England watch the Ameri- or the uh, the English men's national team in the world cup than the women's English national team in the world cup. America is like a super small sample size of that. And if you get paid off of your revenue generation based on that, then that is fair. Break it down into layman terms, right? Break it down into like a super simple. I work as a salesperson. And then there's a woman who works as a salesperson who does the exact same job at me at the exact same company. If she makes more than me, she deserves more money. If I make more than her, I should make more money. 
neither of us should be able to go, well, they're a woman or they're a man. I deserve what they have. Because that's just not the way it works. If your money comes in is generated off of the money you've earned for your company, which is in this case the WNBA or the Women's Soccer Association, US, 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 whatever it is, you know, WNBA, whatever it is, then it's fair that the highest paid athlete makes 140 grand. Is it right? No. And I think I have an idea as to how to fix it. I think that there should be, for every major league sport that has a female major league sport associated with it, so the WNBA, the NBA, soccer, soccer, right? They should be given 10 years, okay? And during that 10 years the city in which so we'll just do this Seattle Sonics Seattle Storm right 10% of the Sonics revenue should go towards paying the WNBA players in order to boost them up and they have 10 years because you don't want to give them that money and be like, there you go. You're you're making this because, you know, we feel bad. You do it in order to get more people involved in the sport. You get more people to watch. You get more talent coming in. You have more kids who want to become professional basketball players that are girls. And the WNBA starts to grow its fan base and grow and grow. And you have 10 years to get over the hump of where... This team doesn't have to pay or can choose to because you got to think about it like if the highest paid WNBA player makes 140 grand a year and the low like what's the lowest paid NBA player I wonder the lowest paid NBA player the lowest paid NBA player currently Who earns a grand total okay one million dollars so the lowest paid NBA player makes one million seventeen thousand seven hundred eighty one dollars a year that's a rookie contract right so the who's the highest paid NBA player right Who's, it'd probably be, I mean, LeBron James, maybe? Highest paid, highest paid, highest paid NBA player. He makes $97 million. He's So split between, Steph Curry makes $48 million a year. Okay. Russell Westbrook makes $47 million a year. This is per ESPN. LeBron James makes $44 million a year. I mean, that's absolutely astronomical. Because you could take $5 million 
and spread it uh, spread it amongst one WNBA team because he, here's my biggest issue with it and this is I have a daughter and I want her to play sports and if she wants to try and take that to the highest level unfortunately for her right now unless she's playing golf or tennis the highest level she can ever achieve is college athletics or olympics right which is cool but you're also talking about what do what does an olympian do after they get done with the olympics Unless they're like a fucking Michael Phelps or a Sean White, they're gonna just like go back into the circuit and try and t- like train train youngsters to become Olympians, right? So, um, I'm just saying, like for most Olympic athletes, which is like a super super high achievement, there's the end of the road is the end of the road, and there's not really that much like grander that comes with it right um and if these female athletes who are professional female athletes who are working like second jobs and shit don't start getting paid to grow the sport and grow the game um it's gonna go away look at this next generation of youth no one's going to go and become a fucking high school girls basketball player when they know the end of the road is college. Like, yeah, you get a college education out of it, and more than likely you get a fucking scholarship from it. And that's awesome. But even then, if that starts to dwindle down, what college is going to offer scholarships to women's basketball if nobody gives a shit about it? Or women's soccer? Like, I don't know if I've ever... I don't know if I know anybody who's ever gone to a men's university soccer game i haven't and then a girls university soccer game also haven't oh wait no my wife's cousin plays for the university of boise idaho or something maybe i i would have to ask her again but i went and watched i've seen her play two games against seattle u and dude these girls tear each other apart it's fucking wild Um, and I'm not and that. That's the thing too, is that when you actually sit down and watch, like if you watch a girl's hockey game, like a women's hockey game, it's not as fast and it's not as strong. Um, that's for sure. The shots aren't as hard. And sometimes they're like, sometimes the stuff that you watch, you're like, God damn, why, what system are you guys even playing? But they're vicious. They're mean as shit. And it's, it's entertaining as hell. And you know what they do? You know what you do to make women's hockey and, and uh, like, women's hockey actually, like, a booming sport? You let them fucking hit each other super goddamn hard. Oh, yeah, my phone died, and then the Apple screen just showed up out of nowhere. Welcome to the fucking show, dude. Um, so, to answer your question, trying to get you canceled part two or whatever your fucking name is, um... I think it's fair that they, I think it's fair what they get paid because they don't bring in the same revenue as men's sports. That sucks. It's fucked up. Do I think it's right? Absolutely not. Do I think it can be changed? Do I think that their male counterparts who, you know, everybody was, all these like NBA players were like free Brittany Griner when she was first getting like obtained and was over in Russia and all fucked up over there. Well, I didn't see any of them springing the cash to get her back. Right? 
And now she's making 140 grand playing. It's like, you guys make so much fucking money. Have you seen LeBron James's house? It's like the size of a high school. You could get lost living in that house. The, the craziest games of hide-and-seek you've ever seen. You don't think you could forfeit $3 million a year towards women's sports so they can have so they can have the professional they can have the life of a professional athlete doesn't that make sense am i like going i feel like as i'm talking i'm like drilling myself into a hole but like to me it's like cuz it's not a handout if you give them 10 years and you give them money to grow the game also you know what you need to do for women's sports for for women's basketball particularly you need to make the court a little smaller and lower the rims so they can fucking dunk. Women's basketball would be super enjoyable if there wasn't one or two six foot eleven monsters who could barely jump to dunk. Imagine if there was a woman, Allen Iverson, who yeah, the foot the the hoop is fucking nine feet tall or whatever, whatever they are. I don't know what the standard is. And they're just jamming alley-oops. Like, dude, I saw a fucking video of uh, a women's dunk competition, and there's three women on the same thing. One of them runs up under, like, throws it up to the backboard. It bounces off. The next one comes, grabs it out of air, and bounces it between her legs. And then this one who's, like, seven feet tall grabs it and jams and it was like what the fuck you guys didn't you guys practice that and didn't go is this just kind of weird is this kind of weird that they were doing a dunk contest shouldn't we just not do a dunk contest and let them take steroids but that's the same with baseball because baseball is fucking boring as all shit Juice everyone the fuck up. Make all sports that are boring more enjoyable. You know, they allow people in hockey to fight each other in the middle of the game. Because a lot of people watch hockey and they go, this is kind of boring. Not me. But some people will watch hockey and go, this is kind of boring. I don't understand it. I don't understand why fucking people watch this shit. And they're like, okay, well, people beat the shit out of each other in the middle of the game. And then they go to the box and come back out and play with each other. Come on, dude. Um, so, I mean, her taking the award and saying that you're going into three different retirements and it's not fair and women's rights and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know what you're getting at on that because it's like you're with Peyton Manning, two-time Super Bowl champion, and Kobe Bryant, RIP, who's arguably one of the best basketball players of all time to play. And you were on an, a, a, a women's national soccer team that won the World Cup, I'm pretty sure. And that's a super crazy... That's more than I'll ever accomplish in my whole life, for sure. But if you look at the money generated, if you look at the revenue generated, you're not even a drop in the fucking bucket compared to the two people that you're standing next to. And that sucks, and it's not right, and it's not fair. But instead of just taking a national stage and going, this isn't fair, why don't, why don't I mean, let's just try and do something about it. You know, 
Let women fight in sports. That'd be sick. Hella people will watch that. You know? So, I don't know. Um, I don't think you got me canceled, though. Dickwad. Whoever you may be. Because I know, I'm, I'm assuming this is the same person who sent the fucking uh, pronouns question last week, just with a different email. So... You're not getting me canceled because I'm uncancelable because people don't know who I am. <laughs> um, other than that, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Happy Friday. That's dope. Uh, have a good weekend. We'll see you back here next week. We're going to be inching our way a little bit closer to that fucking uh, playoff picture for the NHL. We're going to be deep into the nuts of fucking March Madness. We'll be, I mean, I'm probably not going to talk about the upsets because fuck basketball, but whatever. Um, other than that, appreciate you guys listening. Reach out to us on the Gmail account, P and Q pod at gmail.com. Hit us up on TikTok, Slime Hand Clem. Or you can always uh, shoot us a DM on Instagram, official P's and Q's. Uh, have a good week, guys. Happy Friday. Love you. You can all just kiss off into the air Behind my back I can see them stare They'll hurt me bad but I won't mind They'll hurt me bad, they do it all the time